A quick hello to start the show. Welcome, Elisa Meredith. I just changed the melody. I had no idea there was going to be a song. Thank you. (laughs) Well, some people get taken by surprise and some people are only on the show for the song. You know, I think I actually requested a song because I had just gotten an Ian Anderson Gray song. um, And now I feel like every show needs to start with a song. Yeah, I wanted that from Ian Anderson Gray because apparently he writes a different song for everybody, whereas I just have the same song and I just change the name at the end. (laughs) Well, you know, goals. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) my aim is to to keep things simple and that's my (laughs) simple song and it works beautifully for its function, which is to say, hello and welcome. Hello, thanks for having me here. (laughs) Brilliant. It's absolutely delightful. We're going to be talking about Pinterest in B2B mm. marketing, which is a contra- contradiction in terms, if you ask me, but you're going to explain to me why it isn't. Okay. Which is brilliant. Before we do that, we're going to look at brand SERPs. Your brand SERP, this is my specialist topic before we get oh, talking good. about Pinterest. I didn't know about I this little Googled bonus. your name. Okay. Your site comes out number one. You have some of those new site links, which instead of being full site links, they're just kind of little indentations, which are really interesting. Your site has got them. Google's understood what the homepage is, which page is about you. I'm still fighting to get that, and I'm the brand cert guy, so I really shouldn't be beaten by Elisa Meredith, Pinterest specialist. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's all right. No, no, no. I'll, I'll just... I'll look at your site, figure out what you've done, and I'll do the same thing. Okay, so you're your welcome idea. to it. And then your Twitter boxes. I love Twitter boxes. It means that you're um, active on Twitter, that your audience is engaging. Google can see that it's useful and helpful to your audience. Um, cool. So absolutely brilliant. And then if we look at the next screenshot, there you go. I looked in the videos vertical. And what I like here is that people tend to think that YouTube really dominates. And as you can see here, YouTube doesn't even get a look in in the top six. Wow. So that was to demonstrate that you can actually, I mean, you're obviously much more of a social media person, Twitter, Facebook, um, and your own blog. These are really powerful ways to get videos into the SERPs, both in this vertical, but also in the main ones. And YouTube, although it dominates, doesn't dominate half as much as people think. Interesting. I just kind of resurrected my YouTube channel. I hope it will show up someday. (laughs) Right. Oh, well, YouTube is very good. But what I did like about that was you actually genuinely looked interested and surprised. So you're a great actress. (laughs) No, I really was. (laughs) Charming and delightful. Right. So into Pinterest for B2B marketing. Now, my very vague kind of attempt at Pinterest was about 10 years ago. And I was posting pictures of myself with pictures drawn on my head. I would go up to people in the street with face paints and say, draw something on my head. Take a picture and post it to Pinterest. It didn't take off. What what made you think that that would be a good thing to do on Pinterest? I don't know. I called it bold art. And it was very silly. And it lived for about three months. And the idea was just to get conversations going and meeting random people and having art on my head that I would do temporary art that we could then rub off. Why would Pinterest be good? I don't know. Can you tell me? Oh, it would not be good for that. Oh, no. right. So no. I got it all wrong, didn't I? <laughs> what is Pinterest good for then? <laughs> well, let me first go back to your idea because I think that there is a place for it. And I think the place for that is TikTok. I think you were just ahead of your time. Oh, good point. Wouldn't that be fun on TikTok? Yeah, that would be fun on TikTok, especially yeah. if, if, if 
Yeah, no, no, like yeah. Like doing brilliant. it live? Yeah, okay. So I expect to see that on your account. Um, right, yeah. So I was using Pinterest because Pinterest equals pictures to me. I see, I see, yes. Well, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> Pinterest really... <laughs> That was a polite way of saying absolutely not. <laughs> well, you know, I think a, a lot of people tried to take what they knew about what worked on Facebook and what worked on Instagram and tried to just put that over on Pinterest and were surprised and disappointed when it didn't work, right? And then they give up and they say, oh, Pinterest doesn't work or it doesn't work for me. Okay, uh, understood. Like that, I completely understand why you would feel that way. Uh, and yes, Pinterest is huge for B2C. And I think one of the questions we had was, can B2B compete with B2C on Pinterest? And the answer is no, it can't. Right. But it, but it doesn't have to. No. Well, can, can we just start off with a really quick, yeah. succinct explanation of how B2C yeah. works on Pinterest? And then we can move into B2C and start comparing. How does B2C yeah. work in Pinterest? So people do buy because of what they see on Pinterest. So it's like 89% of pinners say that they've bought something because of what they've seen on Pinterest. So it's quite right. powerful, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, for commerce. The other thing is that that people, when they go on Pinterest, are very early in that buying decision and they're not looking for something specific. So 97% of searches are not branded. They're just looking for an idea, some inspiration, or you know maybe a little entertainment. So that's how it really works well for B2C. A lot of times they'll get to your email list from Pinterest or they will go to your Instagram from Pinterest uh, and then they will purchase. B2C is more about the ideas and the information. The end result can be the same, right? They go to Instagram or they go to your email list and they eventually work with you. Um, it's just a little bit a little bit different. Right. So, I mean, the idea of Pinterest is I'm browsing around looking at images as a B2C uh, yeah. client or person, I, I see something that I find attractive or interesting. So it has to be objects or can it be services, which is the B2B side? Yeah, it can be both. Now, the, the objects are going to be easier, right? Because hmm. Pinterest is, is a pretty powerful thing. It can actually identify what is in your photo hmm. and it will add in keywords on the back end that, that go with what they've identified in the photo. So that gives your, you know, your B2C a little bit of an advantage, right? If you're selling a suitcase, you sell the suitcase. Pinterest knows what it is and it's really easy to distribute. Now, if you're selling a service, how do you show a service? Yeah. It's a lot harder, right? So you might use, like if you're a travel agent, you which I don't even know if those exist anymore, but <laughs> you would show, maybe you show that same photo of a suitcase, but if that's all you show, Pinterest has no idea what hmm. this content is, right? So then you add a text overlay. Pinterest can read that and kind of distribute it the right way. Um, but yeah, B2B is definitely more of a challenge, but it's not It's not that people aren't interested in it. So if you have, it, it, yeah. It, it's more to do with the representation because if we come back to B2C, from what I've understood, Pinterest have really nailed the analyzing an image, figuring out out what's in it, tagging it so that they can yeah. then push it up. And Google are actually quite a long way behind, which is terribly offensive to any SEOs listening in. Um, <laughs> Bing are quite good, but I think Pinterest are leading the field. And isn't isn't there a thing where if I've got a shirt on with a necklace, it can identify the necklace? Oh yeah, yeah. So if you see if you see a pin or even uh, an image anywhere else online, there's a little Pinterest extension that you can kind of drag over the image. Pinterest will find that for you on Pinterest. 
Right. It's very cool. Um, another thing that's working really well right now are shopping pins. So if you have a store, you can set up a feed and Pinterest will update your pins for you every day, creating new product pins. What? Oh, sorry. So yeah. when you publish a new product, it will create a pin for you. Yes. Rather than pinning every day the same list of products, it will just basically keep pushing your products out yep. um, as, they're, as they're created. That's yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. It's similar to a Google, Google shopping feed. Uh, the easiest way to do it was with Shopify. So um, I haven't had any clients who have this yet. So I'm actually doing this myself. I just I started mm. a store yesterday because I want to I want to do it all myself and see how it works. Yeah. So there's an example of uh, searching for a necklace and you can. Right, yeah. Kinda, and they've got the, the, the lozenger pills things at the top, like um, a la Google, as it were, yeah. to dig down. So they've really got a good grip of this. Brilliant. They Thanks, do. Anton. Yeah, they do. So, so something I wanted to share is, you know, people think about Pinterest and they think cupcakes and wedding dresses, uh, <laughs> right? Or maybe shopping. Um, but if you look at your, your Pinterest analytics and you go to, it's called Audience Insights, you can look at what people are interested in on Pinterest. You can compare the overall Pinterest audience with your audience. And what I have found almost without exception is one of the very top categories and one of the things that people are especially interested in is finance. Really? Yeah. Finance as in money. Finance as in money. There isn't a second meaning for the word finance, which is there like, is you not know, no one of those kid terms that we don't yeah. know about. No, uh, <laughs> no, and then it then it will break down. So my particular audience is four point eight seven times more likely to be interested in finance than the general Pinterest audience. But I'm telling you, every account I look at, finance comes up near the top. If I look at, yeah, go ahead. Have you got any explanation for that? I mean, are you going to come to the explanation or are you just going to say it's strange? Um, I'm going to try to explain. Ooh, <laughs> so, brilliant. <laughs> okay. So if you look at, it, it will break it down for you further. So what I see under finance interests, and it, it will order them as far as like what my audience is mostly interested in. And here we have some of the things people are looking at. Yes, emergency fund. How much do you need? Because Pinterest really is about planning for your best future. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you're talking to somebody who thought that, People drawing on my head would be a good idea for yes. Pinterest. So you're obviously talking. <laughs> brilliant, nice. Anton. Thank you. The draw on your head challenge image with two very, very sweet looking kids. So yes. they had the idea a long time before I ever did. Uh, but sorry, so from 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 that perspective, planning for your future. Sorry, I don't I don't see that. You don't see that. Okay. Well, if you're writing about finance. On Pinterest, you're not going to write the 10 mistakes you're making no. in budgeting. You're going to write how to plan for your vacation, how to save for your kid's college, mm. right? It's about how my life will be better, or how I will be better, how my family will be better off. So mm. when you break down the different interests underneath that finance category, we have things like financial planning and insurance real estate, banking, budgeting, investment. Like, does that sound like Pinterest? No. <laughs> no. Well, well but that, that, and then we come to the question of how do you represent it in images? And what Anton just showed with the finance was that the, the images were 
um, what are they called? The the kind of organigram things. What are they called? There was uh, some infographic. Yeah, infographics. Some infographics. That was it. Yeah. Seven yep. tips to avoid being a money moron, for example. <laughs> uh, ten, 20 of the best Dave Ramsey tips, whoever Dave Ramsey might be. But so in, do infographics work really well on, on Pinterest? Do they read the text and be able to pull it out? Well, they tend to get a lot of saves, you know, which engagement is good. It helps your content be distributed more because uh, Pinterest will show your, your content to your own followers first. They look at how your followers react to it, and if they are, react well, gets more distribution. The thing with infographics is people save them. They don't tend to use them to then go to your website, and that's the challenge, right? So if I were going to if I were going to create one of those infographics and um, use it to create traffic to my website, which is what people generally want from Pinterest, and we can talk about that in a minute because that's changing, um, <laughs> I I would tease it out. Right, I would give the first five, and then say for more. Ooh, like so 20, 20 tips from Dave or whatever it was called. You put five, and you say for the other fifteen, go to this website. Yeah, you're a genius. <laughs> so simple, but so clever. It's very simple. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it works. So I think though, anytime we talk about Pinterest these days, we have to talk about how it's changed. Like even if you don't know what it was before, it has changed a lot in the last year or so. Right. Have you heard anything about that? No, I haven't. Um, okay. It, it, is this linked to COVID or is it just Pinterest changing? I think it, in a way it is linked to COVID. So Pinterest had enormous growth in 2020. And a lot of where that growth came from was from Gen Z pinners. Right. So the makeup of pinners has changed tremendously to the, to the point that I looked at my analytics, I looked at my audience insights and the age, and I thought this is a mistake. Like it's not possible. <laughs> it can't, it can't be that, um, that my users are so young. Like if I look at all Pinterest users, all of them, uh, 20, let's see, we have 18 to 24. Let's see, 25 to 34 is the biggest age group. Right. And that actually, I think that flip flopped from 18 to 24 was the biggest for a while. 40% more Gen Z users now than there were, a year and wow. a half ago. So the people using it has changed, have changed. Mm -hmm. um, Pinterest itself has changed because it's a public company and it needs to make money. And so what does a, a social-ish platform do when they need to make money? They keep people on the platform. Right. That, well, that's, that was kind of, you were saying it was changing. They're becoming a walled garden, much like uh, Twitter and Facebook are trying to keep people on the platform. And yeah. the, I mean, with YouTube, for example, they will reward content that keeps people on the YouTube platform by uh, pushing that content more to new users. Is Pinterest moving that way? Yes, they are. So <laughs> this was announced um, not that long ago. Uh, yes big changes in demographic. Um, it was announced that they're changing. Like Pinterest used to be a place where they connected pinners, the people who use Pinterest, with ideas, right? Didn't oh. matter who it was from and they'd, they'd send people off to your site happily, which was fantastic for bloggers, right? We, uh, we loved it. Um, but now they are trying to connect pinners with content creators. So what that means, right is they've created a new pin format called idea pins that were originally called story pins. 
Uh, and it was real clear what they were going after because they said things like, your story deserves more than a double tap or your story lasts more than 24 hours on Pinterest. It was like, you know, obviously a, a jab at Instagram. Um, but now they're called idea pins. They do last forever. Uh, and it's a, like a multi-page pin. And usually it's a combination of video and static pins. You can put like a supplies list in there. You can do text and stickers and, and music. Um, and they don't link out. Right. And so you said videos there. Is videos becoming something quite big on Pinterest? Is oh, that something we should goodness. be? Yes. Oh, right. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> I ask another really stupid question. No, 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 but sorry, I, I was thinking about it because on the CaliCube Pro platform, I actually analyze which platforms are dominating in the video verticals in SERPs, and Pinterest doesn't come up. Oh, so perhaps it, it's because either, we're not sorry, making enough video. Like, <laughs> well, it might be because there isn't very much, and it might be a problem with crawling in terms of the vast amounts of information that Google's trying to get. But that's definitely something I'm going to look into. But Video is becoming more important. It's something that people are pushing, or the Pinterest are pushing. Oh, more. yeah, yeah. So when I was at Tailwind, um, we did a study of pins that got 5,000 or more saves on Pinterest. Right. And I can't tell you how many of them were videos. They were things like um, workout videos and craft videos and recipe videos, like showing how to do a thing. Um, so when people think video on Pinterest, sometimes they talk about, like just an animated thing, right? Like right. they'll have like an arrow that moves and like that. It's technically a video, but it's not what works. It's actually showing something. And those will still, those still link out. So you can get traffic from video pins. So I highly recommend doing those. Um, but what Pinterest is really interested in right now are idea pins. Right. Um, idea pins being basically a story. Now, the, the other thing yeah. about the story is you were saying it, it stayed out there 24 hours and that's an achievement. Is Pinterest, in, like Twitter, incredibly yesterday's news is gone or does it have this kind of duration of content where oh. things will pop, pop up years later? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes your your best pins are from ages ago. They're hideous. You hate them, but they keep coming back. They keep bringing you traffic. So, you know, you, you deal with it. Um, I have an idea pin that has, it may have hit 500,000 impressions at this Ooh. point. But yeah, I'm very excited about it. I pinned it back in April, I think it was one of my first. Uh, and it just keeps like, it might dwindle for a while and it comes back up. And then, so it, it's Anything you do on Pinterest is kind of an investment, right? Right. Yeah, because I mean, I, I love. I mean, I, I love Twitter. Five hundred thousand. Anton's impressed. <laughs> I know. I, I'm kind of surprised. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I tend to use Twitter a lot, but uh -huh. I also realize that it disappears off the face of the universe very, yeah, very quickly. It does. And kind of Pinterest, from that perspective, kind of interests me. But then I'm in B two B with CaliCube Pro, talking about brand sets and knowledge panels. Pinterest isn't going to be incredibly interesting for me. All I would ever do in terms of images would be post interesting knowledge panels. Well, you could do that though. Ooh. So when I knew <laughs> we were going to have this conversation, I thought, all right, so my, just to be clear, my idea pins that I'm creating right now are for my paintings. So I do fluid art right? and I make these time-lapse videos and then I will show all the materials I use and the recipes and all that. That's why I'm getting all those impressions. But also Pinterest wants to show them. So I went to look and see what are what are people doing B2B 
for idea pins. Right. Yeah. Now this is where it gets interesting because all of a sudden now I'm telling the, the, the Katrina and Joanne who do the social media for Cali Cuba watching this, we're going to start Pinterest. And they're going to be going, oh, no, another thing. That makes me so happy, yes. <laughs> well, I'll be there for them if they if they need me. Oh, brilliant. So, That's really uh, kind. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to. And then I can, I'll can i share these links uh, for you for these story pins that are that are B2B, or I mean, right. sorry, idea pins. Um, and the reason I picked these out is because they had a lot of reactions on them. So you can do, like, hearts or good idea. You can do um, comments on idea pins, which is weird but fun. Like I thought I would hate it. And a lot of even Pinterest marketing experts are saying, don't use idea pins, like boycott them because they don't give you traffic. You cannot fight the platforms. If they say no. we want this thing and we're going to promote this thing, you do the thing and you find a way to make it work. Oh, I like that. Sorry. But, but it is, it is, you're not going to beat them. You're not going to change their no. minds. But, but the ideas would be branding then. It would be getting, getting the brand across. And in fact, in my case with knowledge panels, yes. it would be getting the idea that knowledge panels are important across to people Absolutely. and making them interesting where people think they're actually boring. In fact, incredibly interesting. See, and, and that, that can come through on your idea pen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, sorry, 100%. Um, I, I was about to say they're actually only interesting to me, but actually I think that might not be true. I think there that might not be true. out there. It's not true. And people are on Pinterest to learn things, and a lot of people on Pinterest are on there mm. to build a business. So I pulled up this one, um, and it's three tips on ethical pricing for new entrepreneurs. Does right. that sound like Pinterest to you? <laughs> No, it doesn't. Are you, are you looking at it on your I'm screen? I'm looking right at now? it right now. So are you going to describe it? This is a. I'm going to describe it. Brilliant. Oh, walk us through yep. it, Elisa. Okay. So the first panel, as recommended, is a video panel. Now, what are you going to do for this? Well, they've been pretty clever, and it's just in the background. There's a video. I can't even really tell what it is, but it's intriguing because I can't really tell what it is. And then um, there's text overlay. This is three tips on ethical pricing for new entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and then has her her username. The next panel is um, an image with some text overlay, um, and it's really walking through. It's like a mini blog post, but it's right. in panels. So there's tip number one: do you market research? Your prices should be blah blah blah. Like that. Then there's a reminder, and it keeps going and going. And what I love about this one is that. They've used the description um, to provide all that information there as well. So people have reacted really well with this. There have been 25 reactions. And if if that's if they're getting any kind of action like I am on my pin, they've got a ton of impressions here. Um, they also have a whole bunch of comments from people who are appreciative of this information. And if, if this was my pin, I would be able to look at the stats and tell how many people are visiting my profile from this pin mm. and how many people followed my account from this pin. Right. And, and, and from that perspective, I mean, for, for the video, for example, does it have sound or is it silent video? Let me see. But can you have sound? You, oh, yeah. You can have music. Um, I oh, here's a little friend for us. Right, we had a different cat earlier on. We had a ginger cat earlier on. Now we've got this one. <laughs> now we got this one, Bo. He, I don't know what his deal is. He's probably just mad that I won't ever let him go outside. Um, <laughs> so, so this one does not have any sound, which is fine. Most people don't turn the sound on. I, I typically don't either. But you should consider showing your face 
and or using your voice because the point is to get them to know you, right? right. Which is weird because this is very non-Pinterest a couple of years ago. It's a whole new way of thinking about it, but it's also a whole new opportunity. Like, you know, anytime a, a new platform comes out, we want to jump on it and get that kind of early adopter advantage. Well, we have that with Pinterest because idea pins are new. A lot right. of people have resisted making them. There are a lot of terms that you can search and no idea pins show up at all. So, you know, that means people aren't creating them because <laughs> otherwise it'd be all up at the top. Um, Pinterest is all in on this. So I, I suggest that we, we should be as well. well. I mean, because the, 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 the ideas that I was going to call them stories, but you said they'd change that to ideas, it's actually, it's much richer for them. If they can analyze one image and get lots of tags out of it from a video, they're surely able to analyze an awful lot and get an awful lot of tags, which makes it much richer for them, much easier to actually get this content in front of people. Now, the question from my perspective for that then is for keywords. What, how, how do you deal with keywords in Pinterest? What do you, how yeah. do you know what people are searching for? So you can go up into the search bar and hit the little magnifying glass. Then you start typing something in. So the, my next pin I was looking at is about tax season. So I'm going to start typing about in. About what, sorry? Tax season. Tax season. Yeah. Finance and tax season. Delightful. I was expecting I necklaces and red shirts. Nope, nope. This, nope. One, this one has <laughs> 407 reactions on it. It has 30 comments on it. And it's just the person talking with some text overlay. Uh, okay, so I'm going to just take that idea and run with it. I typed in the word taxes. And like with Google, you have this drop down that will show you right. other related terms. So I've got taxes for small business, taxes, humor, taxes for self-employed, taxes, tips, quotes, aesthetic organization. So yeah. I would use those keywords if they applied to me. Wow. So, in fact, what, what Pinterest is doing, right, tax season humor, tax season survival kit, tax season quotes, <laughs> quotes about tax season. It's really scary. That's my quote. For tax <laughs> that season. Is, that's accurate, yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, the thing is, if, if it's moving towards this idea of videos, then it becomes a platform where, as, from B2B perspective, I can actually push my content out there. You should. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to send you this other link, too, for this this tax um, idea pin. It's it's really simple. You can absolutely do this. Um, yeah. and, and the person's just explaining taxes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, it's not fancy at all. Now, one thing I would suggest, so text overlay, yes, very good, because people a lot of times aren't, aren't using, aren't listening, although this one they must be, because there are not a lot of text overlay, and there are a ton of reactions. Um Use Pinterest's tools to add those. So the reason I say that is, um, and do it on, on mobile. You do not want to do this on desktop. There are far fewer options and it's a real pain. Do it, on, do it on mobile and then you can add the text from the pin creator. And I don't like, I don't have an inside bat phone to Pinterest, but I suspect that when you use their tool, it creates a special connection, right? So they could read your text overlay if you if you did it in Canva or anywhere else. But if you use their tool, is it easier for them to read the text? Yeah, Probably, I mean, yeah, I mean right? if you're using their, their tool, you're injecting it straight into their database. That, okay, so. this was my theory. 
you yeah, think well, this so, is right? So they have okay. a database and they've got your and your your video and they've got the text related to it from the fact that you created it rather than yeah. having to extract it and put it in a database, which is going to be more flaky. But they, yeah, that, that, that's brilliant. But doesn't it take an awful lot of time? I mean, I'm, I'm terribly not very good with my thumbs <laughs> on, on mobile phones. Isn't that incredibly difficult? I don't think so. It takes me well, about 25 minutes to make a really good idea pin. Okay. Which is a while, but it's not it's not horrendous and it's kind of fun. Um, the other cool thing about idea pins is that you can add stickers, you can tag brands, you can even tag mm. products. So. So and just one question, then we can go on yeah, with the sub. Yeah. Is, is it the vertical format or is it horizontal it's vertical. format? Mm -hmm. So it, it's the same as Instagram and YouTube mm -hmm. shorts. It needs to be vertical. Yes, yes. So, and you're kind of hinting at another thing, which is people are like, I don't want to create more content and I'm already working. You've already made the content. So just take the raw video, the raw photos and put them on Pinterest as well. Um, it's the same. It's the nine by six, nine by 16 ratio for the idea pins. So you've already right. got it. Already got no, it. So, so it's taller than it is wide. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm Nine. just clarifying in my little brain Nine. because I've got a thing called the Daily Brand Serp, and I'm now thinking this would absolutely be perfect for Ah, uh, see, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. I am uh, going to do it. I can <laughs> you didn't it think bones. you were going to, but now you are. Okay. Happy, happy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can tag products. These tag these products can be your own products right, from your catalog or just a URL on your site. And Pinterest will create a product pin. It will put it underneath there. Um, and they those work really well. Or if you are an affiliate for programs like Refersion or Rakuten Advertising or I think it's ShopStyle or Target even, you can put your affiliate link products in there and make affiliate income from it. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, right? Ooh. No, well, actually, ooh, I, I was looking at, at Ferris Bueller's Day Out. Um, <laughs> well, the, the, hang on. This is, honestly, this gets more interesting than <laughs> it sounds. I was looking at the knowledge panel for Ferris Bueller's Day Out, and with knowledge panels, you can claim them. And when you click through, you can claim it by, if you're the person who runs the Twitter account in this case or the Facebook account, you can claim it. But in fact... The, the Google has associated a Twitter account with Ferris Bueller's Day Out that's actually run by some person who's just doing an affiliate system. They've created a Twitter account just for Ferris Bueller's Day Out. When you go there, you click on the link, it goes to Amazon with an affiliate link. So that person, that's if wild. you're watching, which you probably aren't, Instagram would be an amazing place to, to, to push, you, push all of this stuff out. Yeah, or Pinterest even. Oh, sorry, Pinterest. Oh, God, <laughs> dearie me. Sorry, I was getting overexcited about my knowledge panels. I lost track. No, no, but, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But, but that makes a lot of sense. But it does sound to me like isn't Pinterest kind of moving over into the same world as Instagram. Aren't they going to tread on each other's feet? They might. Um, I, I think it's an interesting move. I When it first happened, I thought, well, this is this is terrible. They're, they're losing who they are. I don't want to do this. Hmm. <laughs> Um, but I, they've kind of grown on me as a content creator. I really like them. I like, I like seeing all the actual comments come in and questions about the process. It's, um, something I'm not used to. And still, do I want to do that same thing on Instagram? Not really, because what I do is kind of raw and unfiltered and my studio is kind of a mess and it, it just feels more comfortable 
for an introvert on Pinterest. So, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, Pinterest is for introverts and Instagram is for extroverts. And that's, TikTok that's is for extreme extroverts. <laughs> yes, that's how I see it anyway. I do think of Pinterest as the introverts network. It's like, it's not, it's not about me. It's about what I can do for other people or, or if it is about me, I'm just planning stuff. I'm not showing off. Like it's not about me. Right. So continuing on the, on the B2B idea then, I mean, yeah. from, from my perspective, I've, you've, you've told me about not stories, but um, ideas, ideas. Mm -hmm. and then photos you can, you, or images, you can, you can also comment on images so you can get a conversation going around those. Yeah. And the, the, the main aim of all this is to get people to visit your profile and then start following you so you can then push it out. Yeah. Yeah. And so well, you, you do want to get more, more followers because the more followers you have, the more distribution your content tends to get if it's, you know, if it's pretty good. Um, that another study we did at Tailwind showed that, that the people who are consistently high performers have over 10,000 followers. So you want to get those numbers up because if you look at your home, your home feed, you can tell why you're being shown each, each pin. So there are little three little dots that you can click on. It will say, oh, you're seeing this pin because you follow this person or because of previous activity or because you have a board, which is about this. Which brings me to another another question. We've had two questions, one of which is, when it shows a lot, sorry, a lot of the traffic and a lot of the visibility you get is from Pinterest actually pushing you on other people because they think you're going to be interested as opposed to people searching for stuff. So yeah. the majority is going to be that push idea. You know, I still think people search more than anything else, but yeah. that home feed still is a place where people will browse and that's where you're going to see things like, um, okay, you're seeing this because why am I seeing this? Inspired by my recent activity. This one is, uh, this is from someone I, pro I follow, right? So it's, it's a nice mix of stuff in right. your home feed. And, and so, the, well, the second part of that question then is that what, what Pinterest are going to be doing is saying this person specializes in this particular topic. So you're interested in this topic, therefore your, their content will interest you. So it's the interest in Pinterest is to be focused and stick on topic and to be a specialist rather than trying to pin about all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, and, and frankly, uh, that is something I have struggled with. Right. Uh, because I, my account is marketing and painting. <laughs> okay. I think yeah. you struggle on any platform with that. But, yeah, what, what's your particular <laughs> struggle on Pinterest? Okay, well, my account has been a test for everything. So I've done all the things that you shouldn't do. So I started out with a personal account, and then I thought, well, it should just be business. So I started posting all about business. Well, those people who followed me because I I – pinned stuff about recipes are now seeing stuff about um mm. about content marketing and they're like i'm not interested in that so nothing that i created or saved about content marketing ever went anywhere so then it was all right well maybe i should do a mix and then like attract more people different people so i started doing all of it again and i thought no this is dumb what i really want them to care about is my business content went back to all business and all this stuff I wrote people just didn't care about because that's not why they followed me so don't right. do that <laughs> <laughs> don't do that so what I've done now is everything that's personal is a is a secret board now like people can't see it it's just for for my benefit right, um okay. yeah but I couldn't resist the opportunity to share my painting pins and I didn't want to make a new account 
And that is going great, but it, it's also going to mean that uh, the people who are coming oh, to me really? because they like this are not going to care about my Pinterest content. Yeah, That's I, okay. I'm still just playing around. Anton's showing on screen uh, Alyssa's um, Pinterest page, and it is very much dominated, or at least the latest content is dominated by the painting, the fluid art. Yeah, well, you know why that is? If I might say. Well, I thank Sorry. you. The I was reason... looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, the reason for that is that Pinterest is so all in on idea pins that they put them all at the top. Okay. You have to scroll down underneath. So I want to create some idea pins for my business content, but I don't want to mess up my, you know, right. don't do, don't do what I do. I'm just playing. Yeah. And I actually, I actually advise people. So some people look at my sites to copy what I'm doing for the knowledge panels or for the brand service. He's saying, don't, it's a permanent experiment. And you <laughs> exactly. might pick something that simply doesn't work or has yeah. sent it all out the window. Yes. I'm glad um, you understand. <laughs> but so, so actually kind of doing these, these um, ideas, idea pins for a business, it's going to be more difficult. I mean, you've really got to plan yeah. it. Whereas That's for something like a painting, you can just go, oh, there you go. And everyone, you like it or you don't. Yeah. Whereas with business, you've got to plan a message. Right. And that's the thing. Any kind of content where you are are planning and creating this content, like if you're a recipe blogger or uh, a DIY blogger, you're already creating this content in the process. It's mm. no big deal. You've got it already. But it is a lot harder if you are a blogger or service provider. <clears throat> you kind of have to storyboard it. And I did create a couple of pins like that for Tailwind. They took forever and I wanted every panel to be a video which also took forever just the first one as a video is fine <laughs> like if so, there's a yeah so can an idea be just a video and you just have the one screen and, and it's a video and it lasts 30 seconds or a minute or whatever and then you don't actually need anything beyond that I do see some of those ah. however I think you're going to see fewer and fewer of them because I think it's cheating <laughs> so <laughs> Pinterest wants you to tell a whole story and they've said like and we think it takes at least five pages to do that the other factor what? is that you want people to advance from frame to frame that's another form of engagement so these one page stories I, I think are going to start disappearing oh yeah no sorry I'm, I, I'm thinking out loud but yeah that's brilliant to know and then when you've created your um, idea, I keep wanting to call them stories. I, know. I can't get it out of my brain. Do you tag them? You, you write a description, is that correct? You mm -hmm. write a title, you write a description yep. that's there. shown on the page alongside the idea, and then you tag it. Yes, there's also an option to add like a supplies list or a rest like ingredients list as well. And like the more information you can put in there, the better. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, ingredients me. to the idea or ingredients because you're talking about recipes that would be for a recipe but like for the painting oh. there's a supplies list right so there are different kinds of lists that you can use oh with with the idea then that i've got these supplies and then you people can then say oh, i need to buy those supplies so it actually does become very quickly very commercial yeah but it's also really helpful like if you're watching my idea pen and you want to do this painting you want to know exactly what went into it, what you need to buy so that you're not frustrated and irritated when you're trying to do it. So all the ingredients go in there. Um, that is one of the things too, where, where some people will say, I hate idea pins. My users say they are annoyed by idea pins because they 
there's nowhere to, you can't go and find more information about it. Like you can't act on it. Hmm. But that is, that is because you haven't put enough information in your idea pen. It all needs to be there. Right. It, it needs to be a self-contained yes. story explanation, which is actually when I was looking at YouTube Shorts, that was the advice they were giving. Oh, really? it's, it's a minute, and it needs to be totally self-contained. You get through it really quickly. You get to the end, you go, I've learned something. I've got something I take away and do. Or, you know, and it, it, if it's not totally self-contained, it doesn't really make sense, which right. from the infographics you were talking about earlier on saying, like, give, the, give them the five and then say, come to the site for the 15, would be yes. a different technique. Right. So you, you've really got to... Yeah, sorry. It just strikes me as with all of this stuff, you've really got to think about what it is you're trying to achieve, what it is you're doing, what yep. content you have and how your audience are going to interact with it, which goes for all of these platforms. Honestly, Elisa, that was absolutely brilliant. It's got my brain buzzing. Um, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm totally, totally stunned and, and delighted by Pinterest for B2B marketing. Thank you so much. Thank you for everybody for watching. Uh, we're going to quickly announce next week, if we can have that slide up, there you go. It's going to be Joe Pulisi talking about media is the new marketing. It's going to be phenomenally good. Anton tells me that Joe is one of the nicest people out there, smartest people out there. He speaks 100 times a year, and this is going to be 101. Lucky him, 101 is on Cali Cube Tuesdays with me. Passing the baton, Elisa. Yeah, so did you know that Joe Pulisi wrote a novel? No, I didn't. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. But wow. he did. He did. It's called The Will to Die. And it was awarded the best suspense book of 2020. So, yeah, okay. He might have founded Content Marketing Institute. But he's also a novelist. And he wears orange, which is a lovely color. And we luckily picked <laughs> the orange that goes with, with I don't think that, that was, was a coincidence. It was? Total luck. Oh, okay. Well We done. choose the colors totally at random. You got green totally randomly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, brilliant. So I've now learned something about Joe. I'm excited to speak to him next week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Elisa, for a brilliant talk about Pinterest you, being a nerd on Pinterest. Turns out to be a terribly exciting occupation. Yes, yes it is. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Elisa. Bye, everybody. Thanks a lot. <laughs>